I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. I'll be here with you for one more hour with super producer and host Dave Shepard. And we're here with you, regardless of whether you're listening on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, or you're listening on the smart speaker, you're here. Shout-outs to everybody just in every corner of North America, people at home, people at work, happy people, upset people, people disappointed, people surprised, and then even Raiders fans. They're used to this. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs come back to beat the Raiders. The final score, 30-29. to 29. Let me try to truncate this game. Let me, give you a, let me give you a short recap, and then I'll let you hear some of the audio. The Raiders had a, they had a lead. The Raiders were up at one point early in the game, in the first half, 17 to nothing. The Raiders even got a gift right before halftime. Derek Carr had the ball. Chris Jones landed on him, sacked him, took the ball from him, but these punk-ass referees said, can't do that. Can't fall on the quarterback. You got to kiss him. You got to hold him and and tuck him in good night. And what was a, 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 it was a garbage call. They said no, roughing the passer. And so instead of the Raiders having a ball snatched right from them, they were able to put another field goal up on the board. And so heading into halftime, the Raiders led 20-10. to 10. Before I tell you what happened in the second half of the game, you know what? Let's listen to Westwood One. Let's listen to Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner describe this play right before the second half. Listen. Shotgun snap, dropping back, moves up, hit as he throws, down he goes, and he was brought down and sacked by Chris Jones. Flag thrown on the play, back at the 38, 
The sack came at the 42. It's all about quarterback safety. 107 to play in the first half. Carr has had a brilliant 13 throw, 10 completion, 130 through the air performance, and a 58-yard touchdown pass to begin things to Devontae Adams. Personal foul. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. Number 97. Defense. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. I think he meant 95. I believe right? he yeah. meant 95, too. This was just one of those. It was just a football play. But Chris Jones, as he was going for the sack, his entire body weight lands on Derek Carr. Really absolutely nothing he can do right here as he's just going for the sack and, right. and getting the ball out. He's got, he's, I mean, I mean, he's, I guess technically he's supposed to grab him. It's just hard to know what a defensive guy's doing. He's just trying to get to the football and bring the quarterback down and just happens to run through him. Listen. We can all watch Tua Tonga-Valoa get smacked around and go, whoa, that's unnecessary. We can all look at that. But then when you actually have, like, normal football plays and now it's roughing, that's that's too much. And it's not like the NFL is going to release a statement and say, oh, yeah, it shouldn't have been. We all watch. What are you supposed to do? We Tom Brady got hit by Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett had this man by the waist. What was he supposed to do, let him go? He didn't hit him with the Mr. Perfect suplex. He put him down to the ground. Like, what type of NFL is this? They're really going to be playing flag football in a few years. But I digress. That play was garbage. But then we move into the third quarter. Earlier on in the game, Patrick Mahomes doing Mahomes things connects with Kelsey. One touchdown. But then in the third quarter, Patrick Mahomes hits him. He hits him again. That's that's two touchdowns. And then it, it, he hit Travis Kelsey again. Listen to this third touchdown. That gives Kansas City the lead. Mahomes takes the snap at the one and the five. In trouble, moves out past Crosby. Fires it late. Kelsey at the catch inside the 10. Stiff arms one. Now two. Now three. Stumbles into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. A hat trick for Travis Kelsey. An eight-yard touchdown catch. His third TD of the night. And the Chiefs have the lead for the first time in the game. Yeah, courtesy of the Chiefs radio network. So what was a 20-7 to lead? Because of Travis Kelsey's three touchdowns, Kansas City now leads 24-20. to And then we move into the fourth quarter, and then you know what? Travis Kelsey says, nah, guys, I got this. Let me, let me earn my money tonight. Travis Kelsey ends up with a fourth touchdown. Listen. 24-23 Chiefs. First down and goal to go at the one. They're going to throw it. Near side it is. Call a touchdown! Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, one, two, three, four touchdown receptions. This time on a play-action fake, and the Chiefs may go for two, leading 30-23. to 23. Oh, four touchdowns. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, like count from Sesame Street. Damn. Travis Kelsey's numbers for tonight, how about this? Four touchdowns. Seven receptions total. 25 yards receiving. Oh, yeah, he got busy in the red zone. 
what a freak of nature Travis Kelsey is. This man is, he's not aging a damn bit. He just turned 33 years old, and there's no slowing him down. He's outlasting Gronkowski out here. And so now Kansas City has the lead. But that's, that's, not, that's not all she wrote. What did the Raiders do? The Raiders decided to answer back. Devontae Adams had a bomb to start the game off. 50-yard touchdown reception. And with about four and a half minutes left, Kansas City with the lead. Oh, man. The Raiders, they threw a bomb to Devontae Adams, and they had a chance to tie. Listen to this touchdown reception by Adams at the end of the game. Cars in the gun, Bolden by his side, third down six, Chiefs 48, shotgun snap, has time, right tackle block, moves up, those long, arching pass, down the middle, over the shoulder, catch, goal line, touchdown, Adams caught it, double teamed, with defenders draped on both shoulders. Oh, thank you, Kevin Harlan, Westwood won. And so what do you do? The score is now 29-30. to 30. You've blown this lead, you're the Raiders. All you have to do is kick the ball to tie the game. There are four minutes, 27 seconds left. You haven't won a – well, you have won a game, you being the Raiders. You've sucked and blown a lot of leads. You, you've lost all these close games. You're Josh McDaniels. You're getting your, your, your second chance as a head coach here. What do you do? Do you kick the ball and tie the game? No. This is what Josh McDaniels decided to do. Shotgun snap the car, handoff Jacobs, puts his head down. They shove him across, did they? No signal. They're saying no. The officials are saying no. He was short, and he is short. Josh Jacobs getting shoved by his lineman, and the Raiders fail on the two-point try. Yeah. They went for it. All they had to do was tie the game, and they decided to go for two. Congratulations. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, 154 yards rushing on the ground, including a touchdown, but not that time, not for the two-point conversion. And so they left the point on the board that would have tied the game. And this basically lets me know Josh McDaniels did not trust his own team. He didn't trust his defense. Okay, fine. Mahomes might have scored a touchdown, which they didn't. But you didn't even trust your team to potentially get the ball back and score again. And so that ended up being the final. Kansas City wins 30-29. to Despite the fact that the Raiders had this big lead, despite the, be- the fact that they were able to benefit from another one of these stupid roughing the passer calls, and then at the end of the game, Josh McDaniels wanted to be all gung-ho and go for two instead of settling to, to just tie the game. This was his explanation afterwards, why he went for two. Listen. Felt like in that situation, you know, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't really, they had kind of had a lot of momentum offensively, obviously, in the second half. Um, just, you know, we had a play that we felt really good about. We thought we would get a look that gave us a shot at it for sure. Uh, we had a chance. We had a fair fight at it. You know, they played it a little bit better than we did and gave ourselves an opportunity to take the lead there. And oh, Just say you didn't trust your offense to potentially score the ball again. Just say that. 
Even if the Chiefs went and scored another three points or seven points or six points, just say you didn't trust your team to get the ball back with two or two minutes or less remaining. You didn't trust them to score. Knowing that they've sucked in these one-score games, knowing that they haven't been on the positive side of one, knowing that Derek Carr, he's going through this, this situation again. He says... So far this season, oh, yeah, it's been frustrating. I've been around a lot of new regimes and all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, I think the frustrating part is it takes time to get everyone on the same page. And once you get on the same page, you get the thing rolling and it's churning and it's, it looks great and it's awesome. And we're just we're right there, but close doesn't count in this game. Oh, you know who else knows that close doesn't count? Devontae Adams. Two huge bombs, two huge touchdown receptions, one early on in the game, one late. 58-yard bomb, 48-yard bomb. He's actually getting the ball again. You think he's missing Rodgers? You think Rodgers is missing him? After the game, Devontae Adams, he was beyond frustrated. Slammed his helmet down at one point. And then, walking off of the field, a camera guy got in front of him. This game is in Kansas City. It doesn't matter where it is. A camera guy got in front of him. Devontae Adams, big old Devontae Adams, shoved him down to the ground in the tunnel. For the cameras to see, it's like, whoa. Just straight shoved him. After the game, Devontae Adams, he talked about his frustrations, and he apologized. Before I answer anything else, I want to apologize to the guy. Some, some guy running off the field, and he ran. Uh, I jumped in front of me. We coming off the field, and I bumped into him and kind of pushed him, and then he ended up on the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him running in, and literally just running in front of me. And that was shouldn't shouldn't have responded that way, but that's that's how I initially responded. So I want to apologize to him for that. Oh, he doubled down. He doubled down on his apology by sharing an apology on Twitter saying he hopes the guy sees it and um you know as as many times as I've seen the uh the image it doesn't appear maybe with part of the equipment that this camera guy equipment operator doesn't look like he bumped into him he walked in front of uh Devante and Devante just shoved him not going to go so well. I, I foresee a, not a suspension, but a fine is going to come his way. And it's not like he won't be able to afford it. This sucks. Most Raiders thing ever. Blow the lead. Can't take advantage of a BS call. Something the NFL really needs to look into. And then Josh McDaniels being ridiculously aggressive at the end of the game. Basically not trusting his offense. 855-212-4CBS. Chris is here from Detroit. You're on the JR Sport Show. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, hey, JR, what's up? How are you? Hey, good. I never heard your show before. Um, I really dig it. Oh, thank you, man. What's up? Yeah, so, um, I mean, when it comes to the Raiders, Chiefs, I mean, Travis Kelsey is a is a monster. I think we all know that by now. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and Mahomes, like when you sit, when you put those numbers out, like like eight yards, five yards. I mean, he is the running back. Like he 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 is the offense, and Mahomes is not stupid, and he's actually a magician, in my opinion. Um, like I'm not really a Raiders fan at all. Like uh, I mean, if they're if they're struggling, it's this just. That's a, that's a dumb problem. Okay. Um, but what I are really you, wanted are, to are, say, are, I, I'm wait. a registered. Yeah. I'm a registered official. Um, okay. I'm an actual. I'm a referee. So okay. what I wanted to, and most refs don't really stand up uh, and and talk out. You know, we we live a private lifestyle. Okay. Um, well, hold on. Look, let's slow and, things and, down, and Chris. I want to – well, like, hold on, Chris. Chris, I got a lot of callers here, so I just want to – I want to speed things up. You're a registered official for what, high school, college, or what? High school, football, basketball, baseball, volleyball. Okay. So what are your, what are your thoughts well, on this, the phantom like, call, like, quickly? Like the ref's job, like we're all – like the cameras don't lie, right? Like on yes. – on, on, NFL game, but like our job is to be like perfect, like to be on point. And like I see, I see things that the camera doesn't see. I I see like I see holding, and I call it like like this roughing the passer stuff. Like I mean, yeah, it's getting a little. You know, we we can't baby the boy. You know, at the end of the game, right? But um, it's okay. Chris, you nervous? Yeah, yeah, because I've never been on air. But oh no, no, we're just talking to I don't know a few million people in three hundred markets all across North. America. It's I know not a you big... got a good show, but oh, I, well, what thanks. I'm saying is, like yes. as a ref, like I'm not even supposed to be talking about it, like. Canadian. But I'll throw I'll throw a flag when I see it. Okay. okay? And well, and, here's the, here's the thing, Chris. I got I got I got one question for you here. We know that? we know refs aren't perfect. You understand the call tonight was garbage, right? Right. Okay, that's it. There's nothing else to say. Like this is the thing, Chris. And thank you so much for call, Chris. By the way, you call me up anytime. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's you just got a bunch a good of show, bro. Well, you thank you. There's just show. well, th- there's just a bunch of human beings listening to us. Ain't nobody better than anybody. Nothing to be nervous about. But anyway, look, the call sucked. There's no ands ifs or buts about it. And you might be an official. And God bless you. Thank you so much for all the work and time that you take out to coach the youth. Because there's a lot of dumbass parents out here too that that treat you like trash. Because, of course, the parents are perfect with the play calls. This is the pros. I'm not expecting perfection in the NFL. I'm not expecting any human being to be perfect when it comes down to, to anything. But this is becoming a problem in the NFL. What is this, a market correction because of what we saw with Tua Tonga-Valoa? Probably. Come on, Grady Jarrett hits Tom Brady and... Oh, it was excessive roughing the pass, a nonsense. Tonight, what is Chris Jones supposed to do? He didn't pick the guy up and 
and treat him like he was the ultimate warrior. He ain't suplexed the guy. It's still a physical game. What are we calling this garbage for? After the game, Chris Jones talked about the call. This is what he said. There's no need for an explanation, okay? So what I'm going to go up to him and say, how should I tackle? How should I not roll on him? I'm trying my best. I'm 340, 25 pounds, okay? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'm, I'm running full speed trying to get the quarterback. I hit the ball. What you want me to do? I brace my, my hands. So I think it's now it's like taking the initiative to uh, extend to look at roughing the passers now as a league, you know, like they did pass interference uh, a couple years back, where we can view the pass interference. I think that's now the, the next level we're going to have to take as a league. Well, he, uh, at least he's speaking up a bit. The NFL can't come out and find him for telling the truth now, can they? They would look ridiculous. Everybody saw what took place. And so from the Chiefs' perspective, at least the Chiefs walked away with a victory. And sure, they were down. And we know they have a dynamic offense. And they don't need Tyreek Hill to have a dynamic offense. If they would have lost this game, there would have been even more of an emphasis on this BS call. These are your two takeaways from this game. The Raiders stink. They're still in an adjustment period. They don't know how to hold the lead. They don't know how to win a game. Everybody's getting used to each other. They are ridiculously frustrated right now. That's on the Raiders' side. For the Kansas City Chiefs, oh, yeah, they're still rolling along. And that roughing the passer, that needs to be addressed. I I expect to hear from Roger Goodell sooner than later. Somebody has to say something. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to continue to say quite a few things. I'm going to talk to you. You're going to say some things. And then on the other side of the break, you know, Chris Jones was very clear on his thoughts on roughing the passer that the NFL needs to look into it. What about Andy Reid? What did he have to say about that call? And then, same thing. What about Patrick Mahomes? We know he's always focused on the offense. You'll hear from Andy Reid. You'll hear from Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to take more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, I love your show. Every time I come home from work, it is a great listen. I just want to say, man, I love the show. What's up, JR? Thanks for taking my car, man. I want to say first, though, I love your show, bro. I listen to you almost every night, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs, they come back to beat the Raiders. The final score, 30-29. to We saw aggressive play calling. We saw Josh McDaniels deciding to go for two at the end of the game instead of just tying the game. We saw Travis Kelsey score four touchdowns. And then also, 
I mean, outside of the Raiders blowing a lead, at the end of the second half, uh, Chris Jones decided to sack Derek Carr. That's his job. He decided to take the ball from him. That's his job. And the referees decided to call it roughing the passer. And in turn, the Raiders were able to go out there and put an additional three points on the board. It didn't matter. Chris Jones spoke to the media after the game. Uh, We heard from him right before the break. If you missed it, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Chris Jones basically said, yes, it's an issue. 300 plus pounds. What do you want me to do? I'm a gigantic human being. Well, Andy Reid, he was asked about the play, and this is what Andy had to say. I don't believe I've seen you as maybe annoyed on the sideline following the Chris Jones sack. You guys are trying to get me fined. I'm not going to bite. I'm just not, I'm not going there. I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I got it off my chest and he, he got it off his chest. So he, he made the call he made and I got what I needed set. Yeah. Well, Andy Reid makes about what? $8 million a year. The fine would be about what? I don't know. Ten, fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars, something in that range. Andy Reid, he wants to hold his money so he could buy more Hawaiian shirts. I'm, I'm not mad at him, and so that call is ridiculous. We saw it take place uh, with Grady Jarrett and Tom Brady, and in another call, we had a caller. I believe he called from Detroit. You know, he was saying that the most pivotal call of the game was later on when the Raiders were called for holding on a field goal attempt. And I'm starting to see that more and more. And, and I can understand anyone's frustration with it. It ain't something that I would focus on. It, really not. It's not a common occurrence. Yes, correct. Roughing the passer is something that takes place far more often because the quarterback is on the field almost every single play outside of special teams. And so I'm not going to drive too much into that unless you want to tell me about some conspiracy theory. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ramon is calling from Indianapolis. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, JR? Thanks for taking my call. You're completely correct. Uh, I don't know what they want. If the guy rolls over, it's no good. If the guy pushes him, he can stand up. You've got to get the person down. Uh, you know, the technique is to roll with them. And once they get down, then you're going to come back up naturally. I, I don't know what they want want them to do. It's it's ridiculous. And what they don't understand is, is that there is a unintended consequence from playing tackle football <laughs> that you just can't get around. And that's just the bottom line. It's like driving a vehicle. You know, you put your seatbelt on. You, you stop at the stoplights. You try to, you know, hold, you know, if it's 70 miles an hour, you try not to go too much over than that. And then there's still some, in some occasion, there's an unintended consequence where somebody else doesn't obey the road. Does that mean we're going to stop all traffic on highway, on the road? No, it doesn't happen. So uh, that's terrible. But these, these, these calls by these referees, I mean, by these coaches, and not kicking the extra points and San Diego yesterday doing what they did, got lucky. Uh, just these dumb calls by guys who claim to be smart. The average score of an NFL game in the last 40 years was 20 to 17. That's the average score. Points are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. You take the points. They keep listening. That some analytics, some analytics are, are good, but the feel is everything. It's just like a golfer. You got to have some feel. And there's no way in the world you're going to sit there and, and, and take not take points when the average score is 20 to 17 it's hard to get points well they're just hurting their teams 
we we see that in, in, across the board. Thank you, Ramon, for calling from Indianapolis. It's not just the NFL. Uh, analytics and stats and chances and, and, and evaluations, we see this more than ever. Do you go for it? Do you not go for it? Do you steal the base? Of course you don't steal the base. Do you go for two? I mean, Harbaugh has said this, it feels like, in every single Ravens loss. He's like, well, the numbers told us that we had a better – it's like, listen, man, just take the damn points and and hope for a better day. They don't want to do it. Will is here from West Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How you doing? Great. Um, When Chip Kelly first came in Uh and his little splash in the NFL – Yes. And he started, I think his idea of going for two all the time, his analytical idea was that they're going to make enough to where in the end they're going to have more points than if somebody were just to kick extra point every time, you know, whatever. And I don't think that obviously was what Coach McDaniels was doing tonight, I believe. He thought, well, it's Kansas City's offense. I want to. I want to get two points and uh, get out of here. With, yeah, with he didn't the trust. He didn't trust that his team would score again if they got the ball back. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts exactly. And the analytics quotations. Um, it, it, I guess it kind of worked to my Buffalo Bills' favor a couple weeks ago when Harbaugh said the same thing. But my question is, where's the line here? Where's the line of – is it tough football and the environment? And uh, are we uh, going to rely on analytics? Is that is that real? It's 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 trust, Will. It's trust. That's it. I, I, I don't care what numbers you, you, you present to somebody. This is still football. This is not baseball, you know, where you go, oh, man, well, I'm going to trust this guy or do I want to leave him in the game or take him out? And, and you want to babysit every single play, every single pitch – this is football. There's dudes legitimately hitting each other out there on the field. It's it's literally touch and go. And so it's it's really this simple. You as a head coach, do you trust your team that they can put up points? Do you trust your team that they can get a stop? And it's very simple. Your team will know if you believe in them or not based on what you decide to call. I don't think Josh McDaniels, and I feel a a big part of the frustration that we saw tonight at the end of the game was not only because they blew the game, but come on, the players feel it when you don't trust them. And so Derek Carr is not going to come out. Nobody's going to publicly, you know, throw slop all over the place. But it's obvious. They have issues. They have problems. They can't hold the lead. They can't score the ball at certain points in times. They were stretches, not in this game, but so far in the season, Devontae Adams didn't see the ball. Today he sees the ball, and there's just issues all over the place. So where does it stop? I think it's just a matter of trust well. And the good teams, they know when to go. And the bad ones, they're always searching for a few more points. I appreciate you calling from West Virginia, a team that has no problem with points, obviously the Chiefs. They came back and they won. I'm going to take more of your calls. You'll hear from Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the break, in addition to Mr. Kelsey and his four touchdowns. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, you make my drive so much more enjoyable coming home from work late at night every day. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Wow. We're going to have plenty of time and opportunity throughout the course of the season to obviously talk about the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Chiefs, their next matchup after beating the Raiders, or excuse me, as beating them tonight, coming back to beat them 30-29. to Next up for Kansas City, the Buffalo Bills. That'll be a fun matchup. I don't know if anything will ever top the meeting that we got in the playoffs, but it should be a fun one. Kansas City, obviously, a Super Bowl contender. Then you have Las Vegas. They're just trying to figure out what life looks like under their new head coach. They're aggressive. New head coach. They're heading into a bye week. They won't be back in action until the 23rd against the Texans. They have some time to get things together and evaluate what has taken place. And, you know, what took place tonight? Outside of the roughing the passer where it's like, well, who got roughed up? Not Derek Carr. Uh, Outside of the comeback, uh, even some emphasis on a penalty on a field goal. Kelsey scored four touchdowns. He did it on seven receptions. Who needs Tyreek Hill? Patrick Mahomes, he loves his tight end. Take a listen. When he caught the fourth one, that it was the fourth one. I didn't realize he had like seven catches, four touchdowns. Um, but they did. They, they had a good game plan of kind of that old New England, hit him off the line of scrimmage, um, double cover him, and stuff like that. Um, I thought the other guys responded and made some big plays happen, and that's what we needed to see out of our offense. Travis Kelsey playing at home, knowing that the folks in Arrowhead are going to be loud, knowing that they're going to make some noise. He was thrilled to be playing at home. Raiders Chiefs, baby. It's going to bring it out of you, man. Especially, um, you know, we started off a little slow, um, had some calls not go our way, and uh, got not only us fired up, but that entire stadium fired up. And uh, Arrowhead had our back, so we, uh, we, we just rallied together and really, uh, really fought through that one. Man, it was a fun game to see everybody rally together like that, being down, what was it, 17, I think. Um, nobody, no, nobody cracked, nobody, you know, you didn't see doubt in anybody's eyes. All it did was just, you know, um, Almost build the beast, you know, made us made us kind of uh, rally together, cir- circle the wagons in a, in a way, and just uh, and fight for each other. And uh, when you see that out of us, man, it's um, we know we can play some good football when when we when we have that kind of mentality. Championship caliber squad. Let's get in more of your calls before I have to roll out. Amy Lawrence will come through at the top of the hour. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go to Ed. He's calling from Denver, Colorado. Uh-oh, there's some, maybe, uh-oh, Ed, uh, did, hey, Shep, did Ed just bust his ass? What happened to him? I don't know, maybe Ed's training to be a ref. He saw the lousiness and the mediocrity we had tonight. Hey, he bust his ass. Uh, let's go to Fred. He's calling from Houston. Go ahead, Fred. Hello, JR. It's nice talking to you, sir. Thank please you. Go say something, please say something so I can go to sleep. I, I It devastated me when the Raiders lost. What went wrong? It, it, I know it wasn't the offense of the Raiders. Was it the coaches called? Was it the Bulls called? And it the was, defense defense lost them. 
lost everything. I mean, like, they got the... I'll, I'll answer you. I'll answer you, Fred. Hold on. Sorry, I heard an echo, Fred, so I, I had to hang up. What went wrong? Yes. Yeah, the defense went wrong. The penalties went wrong. The aggressive play calling at the end of the game went wrong. Yeah, there were many of issues. We heard them. Nicholas is calling from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, how are you doing? Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. I watched the game. I was kind of disappointed, you know. like It seems like football lately has just been pretty disappointing. It was a Thursday night, but to get over that, I mean, you got Vegas. They're they're fourteen nothing rolling over Kansas City, kind of surprising. And you get a fourth and one, and you don't even try to get them to jump off sides. And then you call a timeout, and then you kick it. Now you show faith in the kicker. That was great. What was that thirty six in a row he made at that point? Cool. Wish Detroit Lions had a kicker like that. But coming down to the end of the game, this is where I was really disappointed. So Kansas City scores. All you got to do is kick an extra point, and you're up by eight makes it a two-score game, or they got to go for two. But they go for two and miss it. And then Vegas gets the ball, moves it down the field, well, well, and well, all Nick, they got to do is kick it, and they, they, they decided not to. Yeah, we went through the whole game. Let me ask you this. You said you, you didn't enjoy the game. You're running me through every dramatic point of it. I mean, I, I enjoyed the game a little bit, but, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at it as Raiders, you're one and three. You got a Four. chance, you know, yeah. like, well, Kansas kind of blew it, you know, because they could have just kicked the extra point. They went up eight points. That have made it hard for you because now if you drive the field, oh you got to go for two. Nick, we, 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 we went through the whole game. What is your, what okay, is your I, final? I hear. What's your I final wanna, ultimate point? I just want to know, do you feel like that's an Andy Reid call where he would go oh for two God. to try to put him up by, to put him up? Like I, I just never. I mean, I always thought, you know, with the uh, with Kansas City, they were more of a smart football team where they would just kick the point, boom, whatever. We're up by eight. Let's just finish this out. Let's go on to the next game. But when they went for two, I, I guess I was more surprised. I was like, what are they doing? You know. And then they missed it, and now they're only now they're only up by seven. And then Vegas, you know, they run it down, and they have a chance to just kick the extra point and tie the game. But they go for two and miss it and lose the game. It's like. Do you think they should have just – I guess my question is, is, do you think Andy Reid was just trying to be a really aggressive, or do you think Vegas also just blew it by not just kicking the extra point and tying well, the game? And it, go, it, it, it was it, – it, well, thank you, Nick. It took us a while to, to, to get there. Yes, I'm I was – it's okay. I was surprised that they right, – so. no, it's okay. I was surprised that, that he went for it, yes. And when I say he, I'm referring to, to Andy Reid. On the other hand, yeah. yes, Vegas absolutely did blow it. They did choke. I mean, when you've had the issues that they've had over the past several weeks, you you play it safe. You give yourself a chance to potentially get the ball back. The game could have gone into overtime if if, if they just had, damn it, 30, 30, 30. I mean, what are we what are we doing here? So the game ends on 30-29, and everybody just has to be miserable out in Vegas. This is – yeah. Par for the course is what they used to. Another I guess that's day. where my disappointment came from is, you know, I enjoy watching football, and I was kind of right. like, hey, this could be an overtime game. It's Monday yeah. night football, you know? Sure. And but I, I them, still think – see both teams do that, I was right. really surprised. Like, no no but, team but, is usually like, let's okay. go for two, let's go for two. All right. Well, here's the thing, Nick, and thank you for calling from, from Michigan. Me personally, I don't care. 
Like the fact that you can walk me through every instance and and every call. Look, this is entertainment. Like, give me the drama. Phantom call and holding and 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 silly calls and big touch. This game had everything. I'll sign up for it. Hand it over to me. Tom's calling from Chicago. Go ahead, Tom. Listen to everything you say. I can't disagree with anything. I want to run this by you and Shep just to get your ideas. Sorry for my raspy voice. Just found out I got cold. Oh, oh, feel feel better. Go ahead. Yeah, I just had to listen to you. Um, Obviously, what do you think the chances are that another tablet comes down from Raider Nation as early as this week or next week or next month? There's one name on there, and the name happens to be Sean Payton. Oh, no. I'm talking about getting rid of Josh McDaniel and Sean Payton, who's looking for the perfect gig, yeah. finds it in Sin City. I'm going to hang up and listen to your answer. Well, thank you, I'll Tom. You. I'll see you guys. Thank you, Tom, for calling from Chicago. Yeah, not not going to happen. I know Matt Rule got the boot as a head coach. I mean, we could think about some other coaches that might also be on a hot seat. Uh, you know, we can look at Dan Campbell with the Lions. If he continues like this, he will be out the door. Uh, we can look at Ron Rivera. He might be out the door just coaching a disaster or in a disaster organization. One of our callers mentioned Josh McDaniels already getting the boot. They're not going to fire this man early on in the season. Year after year after year, the Raiders are already a joke. They're a clown show. They want to have some type of stability. They're not giving him the boot. And Sean Payton, come on. I give him a little bit more credit. I won't call him, you know, an angel here. But I think he's classy enough not to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take the job. They're not even going to allow him to lobby for it. Let the Raiders have some type of stability. Let the garbage take place on the football field. And let's see how much money Devontae Adams gets fined for pushing that equipment guy. The, 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 the staff guy, the TV production guy at the end of the game. Terrible stuff. Hey, Chef, thank you again for an amazing night, bro. Thank you, JR. No, no doubt about it. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting week. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap, folks. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. You want to holler at me? Simple. At JR Sport Brief. Everywhere. I'll catch you tomorrow, but don't move here on CBS Sports Radio because Amy Lawrence, she is coming up next. You don't want to miss it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 